Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Buckle up, my friends. We got a big show for you tonight. Welcome to the Mark Aram program with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on WSB. Tom Jones from Channel 2 is going to join us in just a little bit and update that story we had yesterday on the uh, probation uh, plea that was heard today in court. We'll get an update from Tom. Johnny Kilboss with the Fast Food Review. But we're going to kick things off as we do every Wednesday, Deb Green, with a little game we like to call Millennial Match Game. So I need two contestants to dial in right now. The only prerequisite is you have to be 40 years or older. 40 years or older to play Millennial Match Game. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. Let's play that Millennial Match Game there, Mr. Longoria. Let's play Millennial Match Game. All right, we got a uh, pinch hitter in here. Uh, Randy from the Digital Desk was scheduled to play today, but she's feeling a little under the weather. So thoughts and prayers to our buddy Randy. Mike Shields coming in out of the bullpen uh, from the traffic center. Thank you for joining us on short notice, buddy. Coming in hot. You, you are ready coming in hot. You're ready for Millennial Match Game. You're taking on Q, who this is your first time playing Millennial Match Game. Q, uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do here at the station. I'm um, Q. I work in the promotions department. I'm from Kansas City. As you can see on my shirt, go Royals. <laughs> uh, and I'm here to win. All right. How long have you been with the station? I've been here for a year. For one year. Congratulations. Year. How about been that? in Atlanta for almost two now. Yeah. Can I ask you a personal question? No problem. When you started here, I'm not going to ask you your current salary, but what was your hourly rate when you first started here? When I first started? Yeah. Ten bucks. You know what mine was? What was it? Eight bucks. So it's about the same if you do inflation. Yeah, 1957 to Absolutely. now. <laughs> All right. Promotion's a great way. You're a great addition to the promotion Absolutely. staff. I love it. Mike Shields, we know from the traffic team. Still making eight bucks an hour, but, Still here, but, but Doug's going to give you a raise in a little bit. All right, so tonight's uh, category of Millennial Match, can we keep this a secret? Uh, the category's been locked in an envelope on Funkin' Wagnall's porch since noon yesterday. Uh, match game theme today is going to be movie clips. Oh! Movie clips. So I'm going to play movie clips, and nice. then you guys are going to have to guess what the movie is. We have our two contestants lined up. Tom is in Atlanta. Tom, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, buddy? Yeah, good, Mark. How you doing, buddy? Excellent. You're going to be playing with Q. Are you over 40 years old? Yes, sir. 42. You, 42. And are you familiar with Millennial Match Game? Oh, yeah. All right. You'll be taking on Greg in Cartersville. Greg, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Excellent. You over 40? Yes, sir. And are you familiar with Millennial Match Game? Yes. All right. So they're movie clips, famous movie clips. You'll have to guess if the millennials will know what movie they are from. Here we go, Millennial Match Game. Q, you're going to be first Let's because uh, you've never played before. All and right. Randy always goes first. So Q and Tom. Tom, the first clip for you. Will Q know what famous movie this clip is from? Here we go. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? There you go. Very famous movie quote. You know it, I know it, but will the millennial know it, Tom? Uh, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think Q's a, a well-versed pop culture dude from Kansas City. What movie is that from, Q? That movie is Back to the Future. Well done. All right. We got a point. Already you're better than Randy. All right. <laughs> here we go. Mike and Greg. Uh, Greg, will Mike know what f movie this famous quote is from? Wait till they get low to me. One more time. That was a little low. I'll play it one more time, Mike. Wait till they get low. Wait till they get a load of me. Greg, will Mike know what famous movie that is from? I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That's a kind of obscure line. Mike's a young uh, whippersnapper. What do you think, Mike? I'm going to throw a curveball and say, is it It? It? Stephen King's It? Yes. Wow. How do you even know that movie exists? Hey, they did the remake like a year ago. Oh, that wasn't the correct answer, though. Uh, that was Batman. That uh, was Batman. Uh. But the fact you even know about Stephen King's It, I'm impressed. Uh, all right. Everyone's everyone's got a point. We're tied up one to one. Here we go. Tom, will Q know this famous movie line? He's got a knife. 
Oh, what a great line in a great movie. Will Q know what movie that is from, Tom? Uh, I would say no. You say no. You want to hear the clip one more time, Q? I think I got this one. Oh, really? All I right. Think so what movie is it? Sounds like Crocodile Dundee. It is Crocodile oh. Dundee. Holy smokes. How old are you, Q? I am 31. All right. So you're uh, you're an older millennial. Yeah. All right. That explains that. All right. No point for Tom. I wouldn't have thought he got that either. Here we go. Greg, will Mike Shields from the WSB traffic team know this movie line? Have you ever seen a spleen that large? No, not, not since breakfast. Have you ever seen a spleen that large? No, not since breakfast. I'll play it one more time for Mike Shields. God, have you ever seen a spleen that large? No, not, not since breakfast. All right, Mike, will, uh, or Greg, will Mike know what movie that is from? I'm going to go with no again on that one. I'm going to say no as well, it's, and it's sad because this is one of my favorite movies of all time. Mike, have you ever seen a spleen that large? What movie is that from? Man, I have no idea, but I'm going to guess. Okay. Trains, planes, and automobiles. That's that's a hell of a guess. Not close. Fletch with oh. Chevy Chase, but uh, never heard of. Yeah, you've never heard of Fletch? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm no. failing. We're in the same boat. I haven't either. Really? <laughs> I am so failing the millennials. Uh, Greg, how great a movie is Fletch? Right? So good. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, you need this one to tie it up, Tom. Will Q know what famous movie this line is from? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. What a classic movie, classic line, famous, but will 31-year-old Q know, Tom? Uh, he's teetering on the my age. I would say no. You say no. You want to hear one more time, Q? Give it to me one more time. All right, time. here we go. One more time. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria, Ghostbusters. Tom says you will not know it. Do you know what movie that is? Oh, I'm going to take a stab at it. Okay. Sounds like Gene Wilder, but... Ooh, go with that. Go mm, with that. Gene Wilder. It, um, oh, my gosh. What's that movie with him? Yes. Oh, I don't know the name of it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Any Gene Wilder movie you'll do. Just hey, throw it out work. there. Well, I'll just throw out um, Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka? No. <laughs> no that, <it's> uh, <laughs> that was not a Gene Wilder film. That was uh, Ghostbusters. That was Bill Murray. Oh, my gosh. How yeah. did I miss that? I don't know. Probably because I watched the second one more than I watched the first one. Really? I love we'll it. talk about that Can after the show. Can pause for a second? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you know you said the answer? What? Yes. Okay, I'm not. The, I, yeah. I, we yes. all heard that, yeah, right? Yeah, we all heard it. Yeah. yeah. What happened? You, you said, said Bill Murray Ghostbusters, and then looked at him for the answer. <laughs> he did. Never, you said it yes. before the answer. Yes. yes. We're all looking at each other. Yes. You we'll said the, the answer, and then yes. you're like, "Go with that." Wow. All right. My bad. I'm <laughs> okay, really. I'm just making sure. I'm really tired, but he still missed it. Yeah. I thought you were throwing me off. Oh, all right. My bad. Sorry about that. That's all right. Greg's Greg's happy. He gets the point. Or Tom's happy. He gets the point. All right. Mike and Greg will will Mike know what famous movie this is from? Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show. One more time for Mike. Hey, you guys. I know what movie that is. You know, certainly, Mike. Will uh, Greg, will Mike know the uh, millennial? Will he know what movie that's from? Uh, no, I don't even know what that was. Oh, you don't know what that's from. All right, Mike Shields, what do you think? Throwing a bone, uh, going to Animal House. Very close. Goonies. Oh. Goonies. Oh, yeah. Classic. All right, we can get one more in before the break here. Uh, Tom, will cue a note movie this is from? Don't touch those! Don't you ever touch my balls without asking. I don't know if I could have played that on the air or not, Deb. Dump that, Longoria. That was fine. (laughs) He fake dumped it. All right, I'm not playing it again, though. That's for sure. I did not scream. <laughs> um, what do you What do you think, Tom? Will Q know what movie that's from? I'll say no, Mark. Yeah, I say no either. I don't think I would have gotten that one. Yeah. Any, any she, idea? She was on a limb. I don't know this one. Yeah, not a Gene Wilder movie. No. Not a Bill not. Murray movie. <laughs> don't touch my balls. Well, oh, yeah, you yeah, can't, say, you can't that say that again. That's twice now. Yeah, All right, right. Uh, that movie was Police Academy. That was a really obscure line, though. I don't think we're going to get it. All right, we're tied up three to three. I'm going to come back, focus, not give the answers before the contestants guess them. I can't believe I did that. Can't believe I did that. All right, hang on the line. Final segment of Millennial Match Game. When we come back, Greg in Cartersville taking on Tom at Atlanta. This is The Mark Aram Show. Dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria, Ghostbusters. Tom says you will not know it. Do you know what movie that is? You, you already pulled that cut, huh, Longoria? Wow, you're quick. All right, welcome back. I'm not going to give the answers in any Final segment of Millennial Match Game. Tom and Greg, 
teaming up with Q and Mike. I believe Mike and Greg are up first. You ready, Greg? I'm ready. All right. Will uh, millennial Mike Shields know what movie this famous line is from? The Radar, sir. It appears to be jammed. The Radar, sir. It appears to be jammed. Will Mike Shields know what movie that is from? I'm going on a limb and say yes. Ooh, all right. He's a lot of faith in, in Mike Shields. What do you think, Mike? I'm going to go with Police Academy again. Wow. Why not? Similar kind of humor, but no, that was Spaceballs. That was Spaceballs the movie. Oh, John yes. Candy. Yes. May, may the Schwartz be with you. All right, here we go. You got a chance to take the lead here, Tom. Uh-oh. Will Q know what movie this is from? And I want the rest of you cowboys to know something. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Reggie Hammond. Y'all be cool. All right, very right famous clip from the 80s. Uh, I uh, think they had cable in the 80s in Kansas faith. City. Have faith. Uh, have faith. I, I just watched this last night. I would say yes. Well, you say yes. Uh, Q was giving a hint saying he definitely knew that. What movie is that from, Q? You know, I could be wrong, but it sounds like Beverly Hills Cop. You are wrong. Oh, <laughs> that is that is forty eight hours. Oh my god! I uh, know. I was close. You kinda? were close. Yeah. Oh, uh, Eddie Murphy. All right, here we go for the win, uh, Greg. Will Mike Shields know what movie this is from? Dead or alive, you are coming with me. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. I'm gonna play it one more time. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. Will Mike uh, Shields know what movie that is from, Greg? I'm stick with uh, no. It worked for me before. You when in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. Even when I give the millennial the answer, Mike Shields, what movie's that? I love the faith. Oh, I'm torn. I'm either going RoboCop or The Terminator. Uh, gut says RoboCop. You got it right. Yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> nope. I never thought you would have gotten that one. All right, here we go. Me this is for the win now, for real. Don't say anything, Q, to throw Tom off again. All right. Will, the, will Q know what movie this is from, Tom? Every town has an Elm Street. Every town has an Elm Street. Will Q know what movie that is from? Uh, definitely. Definitely. You say definitely. Q, what movie is that from? Every town has an Elm Street. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and assume Nightmare on Elm Street. It is Nightmare on Elm Street. We have a winner. Tom and Q, you are winners. Deb Green, what did Tom win? Tickets to see Earth, Wind, and Fire and Sheila E. July 24th at Chastain. All right, hang on the line, Tom. Greg, I don't have any parting gifts for you today, but uh, next week perhaps. But thank you for playing. Uh, thank you. You and Mike Shields are fantastic. <laughs> when we come back. Tom Jones from Channel 2 Action News will join us with an update on yesterday's probation story. Thanks to Q. Mike, we'll check you later. This was the uh, latest edition of Millennial Match Game. Hey there, this is Patrick Warburton, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. Who, by the way, stole my Jesus fish. So last night on the show, we covered this this pretty crazy story uh, out of Coweta County. Uh, where the the kid who was convicted of a crash last year and was sentenced to eight years probation was set today to ask the judge to lift his probation or at least excuse it so he could travel abroad to study in China. And the listener reaction, Deb Green, was was sizable and immense. A lot of people fired up about the story. And we actually heard from uh, a family member involved in the story. It was the uh, fiancé of the woman that died in the crash and Uh, His dad called the show yesterday, and I wanted to follow up because the probation hearing was today. What happened during that hearing? Well, joining us live again for the second straight day from Channel 2 Action News, our buddy Tom Jones. Tom, how are you, sir? Doing good. I'm feeling like a regular. You're a regular character on the Mark Aram Show. (laughs) So, uh, I mean, we had a lot of listener reaction. I know you had a lot of viewer reaction with the story yesterday. What was the update today at the probation hearing? What can you tell us? Yeah, so we go to court, and of course, Jackson Ridgeway, 19-year-old Jackson Ridgeway, is asking a judge to modify his probation to allow him to go to China, Beijing, China, for a semester to take a class that he says he needed for graduation. Uh, the judge listens to his argument. The judge asks, hey, is, do you really have to go? His attorney couldn't really answer that. The prosecution was all prepared to argue why he, he shouldn't get his probation modified, the family was there with their victim impact statements, all ready to, to, to testify. And the judge said, wait, 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 I, uh, prosecution, I don't even need to hear your argument. I don't need to hear from them. I'm not going to grant this. I'm not going to grant this. The judge said that he had given 
uh, Ridgeway a lenient sentence because he didn't think he was fit to go to prison. He thought that he was a high character person and had made a mistake, an awful mistake, but a, a mistake. And he said, I gave you a lenient sentence, and now, you, less than a year later, you're coming back before me wanting to modify it? No way. It's not going to happen. That's what the judge said. Wow. Tom Jones from Channel 2 Action News joining us from the third floor restroom, updating the uh, situation yesterday uh, that we, we brought you on the story and the probation hearing today. So the judge wasn't having it. Uh, the family of the victims didn't have to speak. The judge didn't even let it get that far, Tom. Exactly. He said, I don't need to hear anything else. I'm not going to grant this motion for modification. And what was the reaction of uh, Ridgeway and his attorney when the judge you know, denied it? Uh, I, I tried to speak to Ridgeway after court. He had nothing to say. His attorney had nothing to say. I, I think they felt like they understood the judge's argument that, hey, guy, you're lucky you are not in prison. You're very lucky you took away a life and severely uh, destroyed two other lives. Uh, the father is still limping. Uh, the fiance is in a wheelchair, 267 fractures, and it's a, a litany of injuries, he wanted to let him know, count your blessings that you're not in prison. Catherine Stevens was the victim. She was uh, engaged to be married only 24 years old when she was killed in that crash in March of uh, 2017 on Cedar Creek Road. Uh, did you see a sense of relief from, from the Stevens family after the, the judge oh, denied it? Oh, you, you have no idea, Mark. I mean, this family has been torn up about this. They are still grieving the loss of their daughter, still going through uh, the husband who had over a million dollars worth of uh, bills for his injuries. They're still dealing with all of that. And now for this kid to come back and just put them back into this turmoil and add another layer of, of, of anguish to them, they were so happy that that judge stopped this and they didn't have to testify and said, let's stop this now, let's get this over with, let's move on. You are not taking a step out of this country. Tom Jones from Channel 2 Action News. You can follow him on Twitter, at Tom Jones WSB TV. As always, we appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, man. Take Be care. Uh, 404-872-0750. Good news for Mary. That, that traffic around Kennestone Hospital is awful anyway. You ever you ever gone yeah, up there, yeah, Longoria? Yeah. Was mm -hmm. it where your daughter's born, by the way? I never they were Dorn, uh, Dorn, born at Northside. All right. You didn't do the home birth? No. The bathtub birth? <laughs> no. I mean, we had a midwife, but not yeah. bathtub birth. They have a midwife in the hospital? Yeah. What about you, Chuck? Where was, where was uh, your daughter born? In Canistone. Okay. Yeah. The traffic around there is so... Every time I go up there, it's like pff, just horrible. So that's good news from the traffic center. Yep. We give you first word of that. We did. Longoria. Gas number, yeah. First ones to have that information. Uh, Marco joins us in lovely Lilburn, Georgia. We need more lemon flakes. What's cooking, Marco? Hey, hey, that's why I got my knee surgery. The best Braves knee doctors at Northside, yeah. Did you you didn't go to Eggleston, the children's hospital, with your little tiny knees? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That is the, the adult doctors could operate on those little knees of yours? Yeah. Hey, if I would have paid less, I would have done it. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. What's going on, buddy? Hey, wow. Hey, are you going to the Alpharetta tomorrow? Yeah, Taste of Alpharetta. So tomorrow, hey. it'll be me, Longoria, and little Sanjay. We no, could, Charlie's not going. No, we couldn't. Uh, we couldn't get a clearance on Charlie's probation to go into Alpharetta. There last year either. I or, know. Well, five years ago. I yeah, yeah. No, we'll be there tomorrow. We'll wow. be giving out WSB goodies. Hey. Uh, hey, yeah, I so come by and goodies. see us. I'm going to give you goodies. Uh, what do you got? <laughs> uh, oh, what'd you give well, me last time? You gave me something from your garden last time. I don't know about that, but yeah. Uh, well, I, I was going to treat you to food. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Hey, it's about the, you know, uh, what's his name going to be there? Um, uh, God, what's his name? Um, Frank Ski. Uh, no, uh, you're the guy that comes on the radio. I can't believe I forget his name. I just I just got back from Joe God. Biden. I have, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want him there. I'd Michael Cohen. Who? I mean, whoever. Whoever you want to be there, Marco, will be there. That does the, uh, the Minute Show, the Minute Football Show. What's his name? <laughs> Oh, Johnny Cubasa. The Minute Football Johnny Show. Johnny K. Johnny K. Johnny will be roaming around the Taste of Alpharetta, but I can't confirm you'll meet him. He'll be uh, he'll be grazing. Yeah, come see me, Longo, and Lil Sanjay tomorrow. We'll be broadcasting live from 6 to 8 p.m. Your thoughts on the judge denying the probation uh, leniency for the, uh, the guy that uh, 
killed the woman last year, two years ago. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Arab Show. Uh, according to listener comments that we got yesterday on the show, I think you guys should be happy that the judge denied the uh, the probation laxation for the uh, convicted felon to go to China. Your thoughts on that story? Good news there from Channel 2's Tom Jones, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Freddie joins us in Smyrna. Freddie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Yes, I heard your question about the felon who murdered somebody we cannot live in the Wild West. We have to have rule of law, and there are hundreds of gunfights every month, uh, some involving innocent people in apartment complexes and, and businesses, and some affecting uh, uh, law enforcement. We we have to clamp down and do something about all of these guns. Well, you know, you realize this wasn't you realize this wasn't a gun issue, right? What what happened? <laughs> <sighs> He, um, he he was driving. This guy was driving Jackson Hill Ridgeway. I just well, let me just reset the story so we don't have confusing calls like that. Uh, he went to pass a truck and struck uh, poor Catherine Stevens head on, and she died in the crash. Her fiance was was mangled, two hundred and thirty broken bones. Her dad was hurt, uh, but she died. So that's what he was convicted of. It had nothing to do with a gun, nothing at all. Bobby's in Stockbridge. Bobby, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how you doing, Mark? What's going on, Bobby? Uh, no, just a beautiful day in Stockbridge. Love Stockbridge. Hey, the, uh, I'm sorry? I said I love Stockbridge. Yeah, I think you used to live there, didn't you? I, yeah, I did briefly back in the early 70s. Yeah. yeah. I think the judge should have uh, set the, the guy, you know, the, the arrogant person that would be nice and not use the language I want to use. But maybe uh, set his arrogance with uh, a little jail time and said, you know what, I'm done. You think you can go to another country? Let's uh, let's put you in prison for a while. Let you wait out and see what you figure out that time. Bobby, no nonsense there. Bobby from Stockbridge saying you're going back to the hoose cow, my friend. We'll continue to take your calls on this. When we come back, here's a question I have for you, Longoria, and Deb, and Low T. Should you be friends with your boss on Facebook? Interesting new studies out. We'll talk about that when we come back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. What do you know? It's the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome back to the program. It is 7.07. Mark Aram and pals with you till 8 in the p.m. on WSB Radio, Monday through Friday. Deb Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T. Chuck screens your calls. Johnny Cavasso will join us with a fast food review in just a minute. Reminder, we'll be broadcasting live from the Taste of Alpharetta tomorrow from 6 to 8 p.m. Come see me, Sanjay and Longoria, Deb Green and Low T will not be partaking. We're going to miss you. You want me to bring you home a doggy bag? I mean, I live right there. I might stop on my way home. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Chuck, do you want a doggy bag? No, I'm not back in town until Monday. Oh, so okay. I think it'll be. You and Erickson going on that uh, Viking yeah. cruise? Going on a little date, little, little date trip. The Viking, Napa, Napa the Viking River cruise? Yeah. I'd no. do one of those. All right. Are you friends? Like, Erickson's your boss. Yeah. Are you friends with him on Facebook? Uh, I am because we were friends before. Before he that. was your boss. Yeah. When you were back stalking him, when you were yeah. just a fanboy. <laughs> yes. When you That's were a Red State fanboy. Uh, Longoria, you've got many bosses. Are you friends with your Facebook boss? Uh, your... Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Deb Green, you've got a number of bosses too. Are you Facebook friends with them? I got a request from my boss and I accepted it. Did you? Yes. I'm not Sounds friends like... with you on Facebook. I don't think I'm mind. friends with any of you guys on yeah, Facebook. If it's Facebook, I really don't use it understood. Except, except for work. So. I thought you were making a point, like, I'm not going to friend you. you yeah, I you have a all. public page, so I can't friend people. You can follow it, but you I can't. Oh, you don't have a yeah. personal page? No. Yes, you do. No. Liar. She's lying. Uh, there is, so Deb brought a story up I want to talk about in a second, but it was ironic because yesterday, so I had this uh, special social media meeting 
with the members of the Channel 2 Action News Morning Show. It was me and Fred and Linda and Brian Monahan, and a very valuable meeting because, you know, social media, you don't know what's going on. And so the, the folks give us guidance. But I walk in there, and one of the vice presidents of our company is there. And I'm like, whoa, like I've never seen, you know, we have these consultant meetings quite often. I've never seen a VP of the company in the meeting. I was like, oh, my goodness, what's going on here? It was startling. <laughs> so we have the consultant from California's in there to talk about social media. So the, my boss pulls up all our social media pages on this big screen TV, you know, so she can go and say what's going on, what we're doing right, and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I'm friends with my boss that pulled up our Facebook pages, and she was supposed to pull up our work pages. But she, since she's friends with me, like auto-populated, that was my person. So my personal page came up. So they do Fred's, you know, Fred's so awesome. He does those videos in the morning. It's great. Then they do Linda's page, and they do Brian's work page. And she pulls up my page, and it's my personal page. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up now. Hold up now. Why don't you put my work page up there, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, because there's a vice president in the, at the table. Not that there's anything bad on my page, but I was like, whoa, what's, what's going on? And I realized I, I can understand why people don't want to be friends with their uh, bosses on Facebook. But I've I've been friends with a lot of my bosses on Facebook. Now they've been they've graduated to bigger bosses and bigger bosses. But I like that it um, it kind of keeps me in line a little bit, perhaps. Like if I know every time before I post something, I'm like, all right, six of my bosses will see this. Is it worth posting? Am I going to get in trouble for posting this? So I think it's it's actually kept me in check on some probably some questionable posts that I might make. You don't seem like you do anything that questionable. No, no, not anymore. But I also have I have also have different settings, privacy settings. Oh yeah. So I've got you know all my friends can see stuff, and then like my core friends can see stuff. I, I hardly ever use them, but on occasion I'll. I should have a bosses setting too. Like you should. everyone but the bosses can can do that. Uh, so yeah, are you friends with your uh, boss on Facebook? And should you or shouldn't you be? And and any stories that might have come up because you are or not friends with your boss on Facebook? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Ken's in Woodstock. Ken, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Thank you, Mark. Good evening. And um, as far as I'm concerned, friends with your boss on Facebook, not only no, but hell no. Not a chance? What, what's, what scares you about that? Um, Friday I might call out sick or something, go to a brace game or something. <laughs> That'll <laughs> do I, it. But actually, I'm not even friends with any coworkers on Facebook. Really? No. No, I am some, you know, some that have moved on or some that have retired or whatever. It's just not worth the risk to me. Uh, you know, I might have, you know, a glass or two many uh, of wine one night and post something in... Well, you know yourself better, yeah. So if you think it's not wise, then absolutely, I agree with you. Do you know what's, what I find funny? So they're like coworkers I've been I've been working with here for 20 years. And we're in like this, no offense, Longoria, like a Mexican standoff <laughs> as to who is going <laughs> to okay. request a friend, send a friend request right. first. Like they'll come up and like, you know, people you might know. And it's like someone I worked with for 20 years. I'm like... No, you send me the request first, buddy. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to. Absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm starting that with that off. One, yeah, yeah, I'm just letting it hang out there. Like, I'm friends with, if, if I work with you, if I know you, I'm going to accept your friend request. I mean, I just, I'm not like, ooh, hey, no. But if I don't know you, I've got a lot of requests from people that I don't know. And if, if I've never met you, I'm not going to accept your friend request. That's why I have the public page. But there are people here I've, I've worked with for 20 years. And I'm not for Facebook friends. Like, you have 900 <laughs> mutual friends. And I'm like, nope. 900. I see that all the yeah, time. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to send you a request. You, better, you have to request me. It's a total, like, Mexican standoff situation. Why is it called a Mexican standoff? I don't know. You guys made it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't us that made it up. What, is there a story behind that in Montana, Chuck? Was there something about the Alamo, like a Mexican standoff? I'm sure the there's Alamo a... in Montana. No, no, I know, but this fil the stories filter up to Montana. Filtered up north. Uh, yeah, not that <laughs> yeah. By the time I got up north, not was... that I'm aware of. When they, right? if when they filtered up north, it would be an Indian standoff or something. All right. So. Well, I know the cattle drives. Didn't that used to yeah. be a thing? Yeah. Cattle drives. Mm -hmm. Still are. So we we're flying back from uh, San Francisco, <laughs> and on Delta they got the flight tracker thing, which I just love. It shows you know blah blah blah, and. Uh, like the, there's, the middle of the country is really flat. Oh yeah, it's super flat. <laughs> what did you once you get once because you get on the eastern side mat. of the Rockies, yeah, it just it levels out to a pool yeah. table. It's just 
it's flat. Yeah, so it's pretty. Flat. It's pretty. You know, if you look at the topography of the United States, it's like the East Coast are kind of mountainous, yep, and then flat, and then the Rockies, and then flat. It's it was it was basically from the Missouri River to the Rockies. It's yeah. just is it's it's as flat as a pool. Yeah. I always joke that you can see the entire state when we're driving it. Yeah. Like one into the other. Deb's a flat earther. Yeah, <laughs> I am from the Midwest. It's so flat you can almost see the curvature of the Earth. Yeah, Danny's in Decula. Danny, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, good afternoon, guys. What's going on, Danny? Uh, I got called into the office one day, uh, and my uh, my assistant principal gives me uh, a feed that I had on my Facebook page, and it was uh, I was ratted out by a friend of mine at another school who was friends with my boss. What, what were you ratted out on? Uh, well, I was actually talking about a former student that got into a lot of trouble, and I just said how sad this was, and I, I, I taught this student, and he made a really bad mistake, and that was a problem that I was kind of, you know, letting people know that yeah. I taught this kid. So what happened What happened after that? Were there any repercussions? Not much. It was, it was uh, luckily, uh, I'm good friends with my assistant principal, and she said, hey, take this down real quick before it gets... I've I've had to do that. I've had to take posts down in hindsight. And I'll have close friends. Like, I, I forgot what it was. What it was. Oh, it was, you know what? He wasn't even a Facebook post. It was a tweet. And uh, I was trying to be a funny guy. And Veronica Waters sends me a text message. She's like, hey, no, take that down. That's that. And I, th- I say, really? And then, you know, w- while I'm texting her back, I'm getting replies from people that follow me. Like, dude, what are you doing? What are you thinking? I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah, all right. I, so I've got some good. Uh, remember social media Sherpas? Do we still have that? <laughs> I forgot about. Do yeah, we still have that business we were going to start? Yeah. <laughs> we that was all you. Yeah. So basically, we had a business idea that for famous people, we run your social media accounts, and you have to before you send a tweet or an Instagram post or a Snapchat or a Facebook post, it gets sent to us for approval, so you don't social lose. Social media Sherpas. One more time, oh. Gloria. One more time. Social media Sherpas.com. There you go. I forgot, so, about, the I forgot about the dot com. Yeah. <laughs> so that's actually Veronica Waters. So I forgot who it was that got in trouble on social media. Yeah. We Anybody? Yeah. So many, like so many famous people get in trouble on social media um, that we, we were going to come up with this business idea. I guess it never really happened. <laughs> You think these people would have PR? I mean, they, they have do. assistants and yeah. PR people around them that would yeah. force them to do that. But the president doesn't. No, no. he does not. <laughs> he needs social media sherpas. Did yeah. you Did you see what he did this morning? I and I, I'm not I getting political. I I don't care what you think about the president or not. But he was retweeting all of these replies to Dan Benigno. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So talking about the firefighter union endorsing uh, Joe Biden, and President Trump was very upset about this. So all these firefighters kept tweeting to Dan Benigno saying they support President Trump. Hey, I'm a firefighter in Des Moines, Iowa. I support President Trump, blah, blah, blah. And the president was just retweeting all of these replies, like 50 of them. And one of them, the the guy's handle, Twitter handle was like at Bob Smith or whatever. But you can change the name that it shows up. Sure. So so like I can be, I can be at Mark Aram, but I can make my name. Whatever. Furry Jewish man. Yeah. You know, that, that is, it's not my handle, but that's my title. Yeah. And this guy who got retweeted by the president, his his handle was at Dan Smith, but he changed it to blank Donald Trump. Oh. And then it got retweeted by the president, and it was just hanging out there. I don't even know if it's still out there, but it was it was like, uh, like so he needs social media Sherpas it's bad. Just somebody to, to just, a, just a quick check. Yeah. Just, just a bef- quick check. Uh, but what social media Sherpas was going to be, let me hear that uh, that jingle again. Social media Sherpas. So you can tweet whatever you want. I always step on the dot com. One more time, Long Gloria. Social media Sherpas. Dot com. So what we do in this business, I can't believe we haven't started this yet. Like when you fire off a tweet, it doesn't automatically post. It comes to your Sherpa. Let's say it's Deb Green. And Deb will review the tweet and say, all right, is this appropriate? Can the social media Sherpas let it go through or not? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a good business model. It's not bad. Yeah. Let's get on that. That must have been the Be- during the Beaufort times. Oh, it was. I because so. if Deb was here, we would have we that would business already up have and that running. We would have that business going, yeah. I know. We were like, I'll take care of it. I got you covered. Social media Sherpas. All right, when we come back, should you be friends with your boss on Facebook? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And any social media horror stories you might have with the work environment. I posted the uh, poll up on Twitter, at Mark Aram, and Facebook, Mark Aram WSB, on whether or not you should be friends with your bosses on Facebook. Coming right back, this is The Mark Aram Show.
the social media landfill, landfield, landmine, something that we're dealing with. Should you be friends with your boss on Facebook? So uh, our, our big boss, Pete Spriggs, is not on Facebook. Or if he is, he just doesn't. I'm not friends with him. Yeah, neither am I. He's just trolling all of us. Yeah, exactly. The exactly. There's that scene in the office when the IT guy quit. And he's walking out, and he's telling everyone secrets. He goes, "And Daryl, you're on Facebook. Why don't you tell these you tell these people you're not on Facebook? They want to be your friend." So maybe Spriggs is doing that. That's what I'm thinking. But um, but a majority, like I'm friends with big people in in our building. Mm-hmm. I mean, not size wise. No, yeah. Yes, I'm also friends Statue. with big people. Yeah. But I mean, like job wise, I'm I'm friends with them, and I have it. Knock on wood, it's been okay. Yeah. It keeps me in check. I know that certain people are going to see this. You can rub elbows with the big wigs. You're one degree from president. I am one degree from the president. I'm zero degrees from Herman Cain. <laughs> and I'm zero degrees from Russ in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk. Does to a you. Uh, swashbuckling uh, debonair man like yourself uh, on Facebook, Russ, or you stick to plenty of fish in the sea? Uh, I get on Facebook a little bit. I'm not a fanatic. Yeah. Uh, I Actually, I saw somebody today on Facebook, my cousin, uh, Leanne. I have a cousin, Leanne. I haven't talked to her in uh, I don't know thirty years, so I sent her a message. Is that isn't that your, your girlfriend's cousin. name? Isn't your girlfriend's name Leanne? Uh, not, well, yeah, the one that left. <laughs> the one that left. Leanne. Okay, Good yeah, memory, yeah. Definitely. She's been actually calling me all night, which is weird. But that blonde that's been here for a week now, she disappeared this morning. She won't take my phone calls now. I don't know what I did to her. Well, you got a good run, we, Russ. You had a week. That's that beats the estimated time of clearance, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. So, uh, Leanne's your cousin, kissing cousins or first cousins? No, I just no. We we weren't. We're not from the south. <laughs> I don't know what You're that means. From Alabama. I don't. I, I I don't know what that means. All right. So so for tonight, you you're solo in the Russ Bachelor pad. I am. In I have nobody. I I, don't, I can't even get a girl to answer the phone. I'm so. not. I'm not telling you yeah. what to do, but I would walk by Little Caesars, man. You've always had good luck strolling a little, <laughs> getting a hot and ready. That's a good idea. And a pizza. And a get. I got hot and ready and a pizza. Russ, we'll uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow, brother. Okay. All right. When we come back, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. And should you be friends with your boss on the Facebook? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to The Mark Mar- uh, should you be friends with your boss on facebook the twitter poll is up at mark aram a resounding result so far deb green 76% 76% say, heck no, do not be friends with your boss on Facebook. 24% say, sure, why not? Your heck thoughts? No. Heck no. That's what I put on there. Heck no. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Candice joins us in Maysville. Candice, welcome to the program. Hi, Mark. A few years ago, I had the opportunity to hire 12 people for a special project and tried to get them all on social media with their contacts. And because it didn't pay a lot, I said, you know, if you guys could please, uh, you know, just let me know if you're going to work from home and then just try to stay off of social media that day. And please don't anybody cut grass that day. (laughs) And sure enough, I had a person that they posted, you know, that that, uh, they were cutting grass and working in the yard all day long. And I had to call them out on it and Uh, it was really unfortunate we never had the same relationship again so i say no well one of the one of the things is and again (laughs) i'm i'm never going to be a boss and i'm okay with that i I just don't i'm not boss material uh but one of the things that people that hire people do now the first thing to do is after they get your resume is they check for your social media accounts so if if you are applying for a job you better have all your social media stuff private, or you better clean it up quick. I had to hire interns for where we used to work, mm-hmm. and that was the first thing that we would do when I'd get a resume in. And, like, find this person on social, yeah. and we'd see, like, yes, no, immediately. And that's what we would yeah, do. Yeah, exactly right. So may, let that be a lesson, folks. If you, if you are going to apply for a job, as important as your education, your experience, your resume, 
make sure you don't have any social media uh, snafus up there because that that's an automatic killer. That's where social media Sherpa comes in. We're the company that makes sure. That's one of our services, Deb Green. Social media Sherpa. We'll make sure Stop you're, uh, damn it, I God, keep stepping on. I'm sorry, Logan. <laughs> one more time. Social media Sherpas.com. <laughs> we'll make sure if you're applying for a job that your social media is intact. Uh, Lisa joins us in Gainesville. Lisa, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Are you? Hey, Lisa, what's going on? Riding home, listen. I listen to you every single day. Love the show. Thank you. Um, I wanted, I wanted to say right quick, and I won't take much time. Twenty years ago, I used to work with Jennifer Griffiths, David Hubbard, Mark Alawan, and Bill Caccio. Is that was that WDUN? It sure was. I was there for over ten years. How about that? Now, how was Jennifer's potty yeah. mouth twenty years ago? Was she still? Did she have a potty mouth? No, she was young and sweet. Oh wow! And, <laughs> young and, and sweet. David was, David was a little hottie. We would do like live on locations, and all the girls wanted to come out and see David Hubbard. Well, he's a, he's the middle aged hottie now. He, yo, girls definitely fawn over him here at the station. <laughs> yep, and Mark was a sweetie, and Bill Caccio was too. He was just a jewel. Was was but, Mark Airline no, always into food back then too? Yes. Yeah, no, I don't doubt that. Jennifer Griffey's, I'm glad you brought her up. Jennifer, uh, can you tell me who's the hoe? Idaho. Okay. What about Edgar? I can't do you, Edgar. <laughs> when sperm meets egg. So she, so apparently she was a sweetheart 20 well, years ago. I, I don't believe that at all. I do. Really? Yeah. This business sours people in many different ways. <laughs> that, that is must true. Have, yeah. Must have soured her fast. When, like, like Doug Turnbull. Yes. That guy came in, and he's oh, the nicest guy ever. Yeah. He was the sweetest guy. I mean, he's still a sweet guy, but wouldn't cuss, wouldn't, I mean, and then working with me for six years, <laughs> like, forget it. <laughs> I was a, definitely a bad influence on Doug Turnbull. Now he's, he, he drops F-bomb. No, I know I shouldn't say that, but he's definitely <laughs> he's definitely not as sweet to call him as out. he once was. 404-872-0751-800, WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight. Ooh, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. Bake it till you make it, bake it till you take it, and cake it till you shake it, because I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the take, and I'm covered with cheese, and I aim... To please, whether it's on a real meat burger or a veggie burger, Mark, let's dive into the future together, everybody. Let's hit the breaking news sounder because this is very, very big news. Where is heck? Breaking news out of Burger King, Johnny Kilbasa. As initially predicted on the fast food review, Mark, I said, we said that Burger King was going to roll out this impossible burger. In St. Louis, they were going to see how it went. I said it was going to go gangbusters. I said they were going to roll it out nationwide before they even wanted to because it was going to be so popular. And, of course, Burger King follows suit. They're planning on getting the Impossible Burger out nationwide by the end of 2019, probably faster than they'd like to. But I think as long as Impossible Burger can crank them out, they're going to do that. So, Mark, I did a little field research for you because I'm always out there doing field research for you, Mark. I love it. There's more than one fake veggie burger out there, and there's two that are rising to the top. Now, we're talking about the Impossible Burger. They're going with Burger King. And I told you a few weeks ago that our brothers and sisters out west, Carl's Jr., they've got the Beyond Burger patty for theirs. So we've got competing veggie patties well i've got special connections i went out and i taste tested both of them last night side by side beyond burger versus impossible burger and the results are and the results are both are 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 surprised i know that i'm the voice of gluttony and that i like meats and cheeses and everything in between but i'm not against a veggie burger i'm not against eating vegetables and working them into your diet because you need them so I ate a little bit of the Impossible Burger, let, ate a little bit of the Beyond Burger, and I'm going to have to go with the Impossible Burger. I think Burger King made the right choice. The Beyond Burger, 
it's got a little funk to it. It's got a little mustiness, a little, <laughs> you know, type of uh, sort of dirty shoe type of aftertaste to it. That sounds Whereas hot. Impossible Burger from Burger King, man, if you didn't know, if, you, if it's served, you know, well with somebody who knows what they're doing on a good burger, good bun, good toppings and everything, you wouldn't know. So I talked. No, it was a fake burger. So I talked to Clark Howard. Uh, I told Howard. him. I told him I was going to the uh, the French Laundry. This was last week. I ran into him in the hallways, and I, you know, I told him what it what it costs, and he was like, "Oh my goodness!" He goes, "And I was out California last week, and I ate three times at In and Out Burger." Blah blah blah. And that I, so I wound up going to In and Out Burger this weekend in San Fran. But Clark Howard said to me last week, Johnny. He said that he asked if I had tried the Impossible Burger. Now, he hasn't had the one at Burger King yet because they've just been test marketing it in St. Louis and only Johnny Kielbasa gets the special thing. But I guess it's like a burger you can get other places, the Impossible Burger. He says he could not – I mean, he's a big fast food burger guy too, Clark Howard. He says he could not tell the difference between the Impossible Burger and a real burger. Really? That's amazing that to me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I trust Clark's – judgment when it comes to fast food much like i do johnny's so if clark says the impossible burger tastes like a burger it, it i'm sure it's it's pretty dang good don't bother looking up the ingredients though atlanta you don't want to know what they do to make it that way just know that it's a healthier option and you know that post burger depression or after you eat a big burger you kind of feel like oh you don't get that with the impossible burger you're just ready for more why well, I, I don't have depression after a burger. A burger and a well, shake. If I have a shake too, then I'm I'm in the bathroom for a a day and a half. But I'll tell you what, I'm I'm pretty excited to to, uh, to do this because I used to date a, a vegetarian, and the only fast food place we could go was Burger King because they had the vegetarian Whopper. But this was not the Impossible Burger. It was like some black bean concoction. You know, I don't know what it was. Soy. Yeah, yeah, but it was not good. Like I would take a bite of it. It was not good even with all the mayo and the ketchup on it. But uh, the Impossible Burger, listen, if Johnny K says it's good and Clark Howard says it's good, damn straight, that burger is going to be a good burger. It is. It is. It, it is. And I, I never thought I'd be coming on the Mark Aram show and talking about liking a burger made out of vegetables, but here we are. And, and locally in Atlanta, there's and I'm trying to get him on the show, a place called The Slutty Vegan, which apparently has an amazing... Uh, You've plugged them a couple times. Yeah, now. I know. I'm, I'm. I've got their number. I've just been too busy to contact them. They're they're down to come in the show. Okay. I just haven't set it up. We got some more uh, fast food news here, Johnny. Uh, Wendy's is uh, now offering a frosty cookie Sunday. The Sunday features a chocolate chip cookie piled on top of the frosty, uh, frosty plus an adder layer of decadence with a drizzle of uh, Ghirardelli, 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 Ghirardelli chocolate sauce. Um, they also have a vanilla frosty base as an option. So you get cookies and the, the Ghirardelli. Ghirardelli? Ghirardelli. Ghirardelli. I was like Belinda speaking Spanish. Ghirardelli? Uh, chocolate sauce on top. What do you think about messing with the frosty, Johnny K? You all right with that? Well, I think it's going to save a lot of people the trip down the street to, you know, you go get your frosty from Wendy's and then you got to go down the street to Dairy Queen to get your frosty toppings. It'll save you a trip, and it'll save you coming home and busting out those chips ahoy and crumbling them on top of it. So, yeah, why not? Little known fact, Deb Green, you're, you're fairly new to the show. You might know this. Johnny Kilboss's, um godfather, famous Amos, the really? cookie magnet. Yeah, right. that's Johnny Kilboss's Rest in peace, Dad. Rest in peace. Is he, is he dead? I didn't think he died. Well, you know, <laughs> we're not for sure. Excellent. All right, Johnny K, we appreciate you as always. And if the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and listen to the Soft and Touch podcast on any pod app or johnnykilbasa.com. All things Kilbasa on johnnykilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. There he is, Johnny Kilbasa and the Fast Food Review. Would you, you would try the burger? I know you would. Yeah. The Impossible Burger. Chuck, sure. you, you were grazed in uh, meat country in Montana. Would you? Uh, no. You're not even going to try it? You want to take a bite? Wouldn't even consider it. Really? Nope. All right, Deb. Would you try it? Does it still taste like fast food? I don't know. I want to try it. Clark Howard says it's amazing. Eh. He likes fast food. He does like fast food. I don't like that's, fast I food. I trust it. And Johnny gave a thumbs up. You're going to have one. Take a bite, and that's it. You're not allowed to have it, Chuck. That's fine. We're coming back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. What do you know? It's the Mark Aram Show.
Final segment of the broadcast. Don't forget, we're live tomorrow at the Taste of Alpharetti. Taste of Alpharetta, 6 to 8 p.m. We'll be out there stuffing our faces. Come by, get some WSB swag and some maybe some free food and pinch Sanjay's cheeks. Teresa joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Teresa. Hey, T- hey there. I just wanted to t- congratulate you on your last night on your chance of going to the French Laundry. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was quite an experience. Once in a lifetime. You know that uh, they were part of the stuff that they were uh, advised and uh, was in. They were advised the movie Ratatouille. No kidding, Ratatouille. Yeah, by Pixar. There, Brad Lewis, and that the uh, they have a little thing uh, in the uh, bonus features. Featuring the chef Thomas Keller, who did the came up with the pearls and oysters. Oh, so that's such a good. And do you want the coolest? I didn't mention this, uh, Teresa, on the show. But after the meal, we got a tour of the kitchen. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So it was, so we get we go into the kitchen, and it, what was crazy was first of all, it was the cleanest kitchen I've ever seen. Like, and there was a lot of people in there, but they were all so young. Like everyone in there was under thirty. Because I guess you go to the French Laundry, you put in your dues, and then you could go anywhere. So there's a lot, you know, they bring in young kids and work them hard. And then, but it was it was remarkable. We were actually in the kitchen uh, for a tour. No one, no one seems to care around here. Okay. That's crazy. Th- there you go. Thanks, Longoria. Deanna's in Buford. Deanna, welcome to the show. Hi. You got to try the slutty vegan. It is delicious. Tell Montana he will not know the difference. You know how ground beef tastes in your mouth and how that feel is. That Impossible Burger, it tastes just and feels just like ground beef. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna take one out and I'm gonna put it in a, in a McDonald's wrapper. I'm gonna give it to Montana and see if he notices the difference because I don't think he will. Get him over to Slutty Vegan. You gotta have it by the right person. I uh, had one the other day. They didn't do it right. You yeah. gotta get to the right place. Jovita Moore <laughs> said Slutty Vegan was the best burger she's ever had, and she and she likes regular burgers, Montana. So I don't buy it. Listen, Montana, you're going to eat the saying, burger. I, it's, I, I'll do it. I'll take the challenge. <laughs> let's, do, uh, let's do Star of the Show, Blake. Uh, Montana. And now, are you guys <laughs> like ready for the Mark Aram uh, Could be Montana. Could be Wisconsin. Could be Tijuana. It certainly wasn't me. I was awful today. All three of you guys will get one. I get punished for, for being a wow. schmez ball. Doesn't have very often. I know, I know. But tomorrow, you're not going to get one. Deb won't get one. Me and Sanjay will. Yeah, be you and little Sanjay. Come I'm working down the hallway. I know. Come by. Come by when you get off. I will. All right. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.